Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Chris here, reading out a pre intro intro as written by Stu Roy Whiffin. Hi, listeners. In this intro, you will hear Chris saying our live show is on the 10th of November, when even the listeners already know it's on the 11th of November. Please ignore him. He did the intros from his bed, despite me requesting he no longer does this. With some luck, he will still go to the venue a day early and have to wait 24 hours before anyone else actually gets there. Regards, Mr. Potato Head. P.S. I suffer from halitosis and hate my kids. Welcome back to part three of the live show with me and Scroobius P with Stuart Whiffy. Congratulations, you've got to part three of the live drunk cast come hardcore listing we filmed in Dublin. If you're still listening, good on you mates and thank you. You're fucking your lives up. I don't know what you're up to. Maybe you're painting and decorating like I like to do. Maybe you're um, a mechanic. Maybe you're commuting. If you're commuting, look up right now and just stare deep into the eyes of the person opposite you. Just stare into their soul and just see how long you can hold their gaze for. Still doing it? Are they still doing it? Are they looking back at you yet? You might have created something there. You might have created a moment. That might be your dream partner. Who knows? Even if you're married, you might have made the, you might, might have made the wrong choice. It's that person you're looking at now on the train. That's the one. They're the one for you with their sexy ways and their shoes. Have they cleaned them? Or not. You can tell a lot by from someone by the state of their shoes. Craig's life tips there, and I digress. Thank you to 76, our producer, for having to sit through this on his earphones first. He's the first victim. Uh, thank you to Brad Acton for all your hard work, mate, on the YouTube channels and filming. We've got to be filming some cool shit soon, mate, so... Hopefully we'll catch up. Um, thank you to my partner in crime, Stuart Whiffin. I never say that, but um, you're a good egg, mate. And um, I've really enjoyed doing what we're doing on the podcast. I say it like I'm terminal. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. I know that people probably were hoping that that was the case. But no, you're still going to get me dribbling in your ears for the, for, for the um, upcoming future. If you like the live show that you're listening to now, we are doing... Well, you've heard this three fucking times now. And if this hasn't encouraged you to buy a ticket, what's wrong with you, man? You're still listening. If you live near London, come and see us for our matinee on the 10th of November. Just fucking do it, you pricks. Um, and I will be much nicer to you in person. Because I'm a coward. Enjoy this, part three. I don't know what happens. I don't know how it ends. All I know is the flight home the next day was wretched it was a horrible experience and Stuart wouldn't stop fucking filming me all the time and and my phone died and then he just started posting really awkward pictures of me on my own redshift instagram page like of me in a towel and stuff like that which is too sexy it's too sexy for instagram enjoy part three god bless you 
It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. You, you shout this one, mate. Front shout men and women? Yeah. Front, yeah. front yeah. men or, or women? The top of my list mm-hmm. was S- S- Cedric Bixler about the driving. That's a I think he's fucking amazing as a front man, amazing, amazing live, yeah, just next level. Go on, anyone else? Well, you can't say anything without saying Fred Durst from Nimp Biscuit, can you? <laughs> 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 Um, I'd say Jim Morrison was out there. As yeah, a, 100%. Yeah. I used to be obsessed with Jim Morrison. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For such an idiot, you surprised me there. Thank yeah. you, Stu. Um, what a front cheers. man. And Jim Morrison got arrested for getting his dick out on stage. Actually, saying You that, just had your dick out on like, stage. It was behind a table, but you can't be doing that again. Once you, it's like murdering. It gets easier every time. So. I can dig up a patio and lay a new one in less than 24 hours now. Who's on your list? Um, I'm going to go for some Irish people. Is that no, cool? I won't do that. You've all cheered, but then I'm going to say it and you're probably going to go, no, fuck off. I'm going to go Stephen Patrick Morrissey um, because I think he's, uh, he's a fucking dude. And I Whatever. think he's the fucking greatest front man ever. I don't like him. You don't get him. Um, <laughs> he's a, I've, I've never got on with him. That's all right. You're stupid. That's fine. Like, um, and then uh, frontman, I will go Mike Patton. I think Mike Patton from Faith No More is a fucking yeah, I agree. Cool mm-hmm. motherfucker. Oh, good shout. Um, Prince. Is he a frontman or is not, he just he's a not, singer? He's, a, he's an individual. It's got to be a band. Got to be a band. There's tons of Prince artwork on yeah. the walls here. I loved it. I was, I was taking pictures. Yeah, but Bruce Springsteen's got the E Street band, but he's still just yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Exactly. He's not yeah, a front he's, man. He's got tough. a guy from um, the Sopranos. I don't necessarily. I counted that slickly and, 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 and precisely there, didn't I? No, nah, fuck you. Bruce Springsteen's got the E Street band. Let's move on. So I'll tell you what, what, what we're, we're in Ireland, right? And, and we had, um, we had um, a, a lovely young lady come to our hotel today called Louise McSharry. <laughs> Whoa! Um, and, and we're not talking about that. I um, highly recommend her services. <laughs> but, but Louise. Lu- you all know Louise, yeah? Like, and, she, and she was fucking great, wasn't she? And, and we, 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 we spoke to her, and, and she'd done a podcast with, with Chris and myself about top five things that Ireland has given the world. And um, it was fucking great. And she said, you too. And, and, it, was with, and it was with kind of a bit of a, an I'm argument. I'm with that guy. No, but, it, it, you know, right, exactly, exactly, it right? It split the room. So it split the room. And, and straight away... There was only two other people in there, but one of us started shooing her face in, and the other... But it's true, though, isn't it? Because straight away, your gut reaction is Bono, and you think, fuck that guy, you know? Mm. But, and then you think... Joshua Tree? They wrote some fucking tunes, mm. man. Oh, like, tunes. And then you think, are Rachel and Ross looking out the window when it's raining with a with or without you playing? Then you stop crying. Back in the room. Back in the room. Come on. Hello. Um, Beautiful. Is Bono, was Bono, or is Bono a good front man? Let's, let's ask Ireland. No. Bono's a pox, right. So Bono's a pox, right. We never knew what that meant. And she went, Bono's a pox. And I was like, what the fuck's that mean? And like, because in England, you're like, that geezer's a fucking poxy prick. But like, it was like Bono's a pox, which is kind of like, Bono's not right, yeah? He's a bit of a knob. Is that, am I right? Yeah? So what, 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 what I mean, I'm going to have to repeat this because obviously the, the mic might not pick up yourselves. Bono is not cool, why? Do you need on, on, on the grounds of what? Pretentious. It's pretentious and obnoxious, and it feels like for many albums, he's made what he thought will go across well. Like, it's, they're, they're, they're one of the biggest live bands ever, yet every time I've seen them do live stuff, it feels like he's playing a role. Contrived. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's not lost in it at all. It's, I'm going to hold it like this and do this bit for the, the crazy bit, and he's practiced that stance, and yeah, it doesn't... Feel real to me, but how how do you? I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of Bono post Joshua Tree. How do you 
take on the role of being frontman in iconic stadium rock band and not have a cliche. Because to me, Dave Grohl is, has become a cliche. When, when he started off, and, and, you know, first, second album, fucking killer. Amazing. But then moving onwards, to me, personally, I think he's become a bit of a cliche. And if yeah. you want to go and watch a rock and roll band, it's a fucking experience watching the Foo Fighters because he does all the walls and the yes and the fucking let's fucking hear you motherfuckers at the right point and it's a rock and roll show. Yeah. But it's contrived. Yeah. And, and, and I guess that how do you deal with that moment? Uh, how do you control being a front man in an iconic rock and roll band of that level? We're talking stadium <laughs> and not do anything and be, become, be seen as straight away prick I feel like you're going to punch someone in a minute but for for me it's believing it and Mick Jagger is in his 70s yet the way he struts around the stage and is Mick Jagger I believe every inch of it and he's on my list as as front men because he's completely iconic and unique and individual particularly from starting what's then become there's been tons of people acting a bit like Mick Jagger and yeah I don't know I believe in him Yeah? yeah I don't believe in Bono I know he exists. I'm not talking like the Easter Bunny and shit. I, I believe in him in that way, but yeah, I don't. I don't. Anyway, let's move on from Bono because they all hate him. I don't like I, him. I, I hate I him. Know, I'm just playing devil's advocate, man. No one here likes him. I'm going to throw one at you that I think you'll like, but I'm putting an era on it. Can I just say? Go on. Because I've said that I think he's a bit of a knob. Yeah. But I think Red Hill Mining Town's a fucking killer tune, man, and, and I will fucking stand by that. Good on you, mate. Anyway. Good on you. N- nine, and I, get, I think it gets forgotten because of becoming a cliche completely, but 1990s Eddie Vedder. No, 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 no. Eddie Vedder. No, no, 90s Eddie Vedder. No. When, hang on, hang on. When Eddie Vedder was climbing speaker stacks and crowd surfing and being crazy, Eddie Vedder, like you think of Eddie now as very much that kind yeah, of, that, that specific vo- a, a voice and that stance, but not very crazy and out there but Pearl Jam in the day were as mental as any band you can't be fucking crazy when you're like 49 no I know I'm not hating on them at all but that was the era that I was I, I forget that era happened yeah. I think of Pearl Jam as quite a grown up band and all that kind of thing and then you remember those in, in, or, or, the, or the videos like when 10 came out where he's doing the most insane stage dives yeah, yeah, the most yeah, insane yeah. shit so yeah I'd have Eddie on there. I think Eddie Vedder's a fucking one of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. He's great. Tom York's a great shout. He wasn't on my list, but he's a great shout because again, he feels unique he does his and, shit. and means yeah, he's just there. I always remember I saw um, I saw Anthony Pop Consortium supporting Public Enemy when they did It Takes a Nation of Millions, and Anthony Pop they were playing to a sold out Brixton Academy, and it felt like they didn't know anyone else was in the room and Tom York has that feel to me it feels like that's how he is in rehearsal yeah he doesn't care that there's tens of thousands of people he's yeah. doing his weird shit and yeah it's a great shout anyone else on your list Stu um, uh, yeah Michael Stipe um, I think Michael, Michael Stipe, Stipe I like um, it uh, kind of throughout the 90s and, and the late 80s was, was, was an incredible front man um, and obviously Morrissey I think he's a fucking incredible front man I've got and, a, a before we th- a th- a throw it to the crowd for more I've got Johnny Rotten yeah, undeniable again I think I think it became a punk rock cliche but when Johnny was doing what Johnny was fucking amazing that the yeah. glare that that look no one had done that before at that point it was, no one had done fucking anything he'd done before no, do you know no, what I mean yeah. it was it was it was super fucking new um <sighs> There's not a front man in the Beastie Boys, is there? Not really, um, no. I guess not. Yeah, I, I think that's... that's I'm, I'm I've got it. Tim Armstrong from Rancid, but I'm a massive Rancid fan, and he just... Amazing live, amazing... Having that same attitude of, of Johnny Rotten, but yeah. p- playing guitar as well, and just... The way he'd just spin round as he's playing and, and, and go nuts as a front man, then dropping back to be the rhythm or whatever was yeah. awesome for me. But yeah, it was all a bit too strummer esque for me. I yeah, think strummer that's done it first. Like but that's that. it. He knocked about with strummer and that, yeah. and he put out records with strummer. Yeah. Strummer put out solo stuff on Hellcat, which is Tim Armstrong's that's label. Right, so yeah, it is. All, but strummer's a great shout. I hadn't put yeah. strummer in there. Yeah. Amazing front man. Um, any any crowd ones. Zach De La Rock is a great shout. Yeah, completely. And again, he he's one of the only people that who's 
you kind of put that in. It has to be in the new metal or rock rap era, but it's the one that I no, still man, feel holds up. No, it was way up. before that. It was way before that. No, I think it started it. It started, oh, it, started it, right? It, yeah, yeah to a degree, completely. But, it but like he's the one that I feel, yeah. looking back, it's 100% got that credibility still. Yeah. There's no question over that. There's you, loads of others that you kind of go, mm. But there's all them, all them kind of new metal tracks that the day they come out <laughs> to, to today still do not command that response on the dance floor. The minute you hear the opening bass line, the bullet, um, fucking bullet in your head, dum, 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 or, or dum, bomb dum, track, dum, or, dum, or, dum, or dum. killing the name, or yeah. what's the fucking one off the third album? Sleep Now in the Fire. Sleep, Sleep Now in the Fire. fire. Banger. Man. Balls on Parade as well. Balls on, Balls on Parade. Parade was that one that second was just, album? Yes, yeah. second yeah. album. Evil Empire. No, no Your Enemy. Who said that? Let's list Rage Against the Machine songs. Three, three drinks for this guy. This guy right here. Do you want a drink right here? No, you enemy. Favorite song it's of my right. life. Right there. Yeah. Any other? Hundred percent. Any other from Sorry, Chris. You you just promised him a drink and then just shut up. Are you and gonna... I'll give him a kiss. No, we got drinks here, dude. Come up. We'll give you a drink right now. Okay. Okay, but I'm gonna kiss you later. And so, so your we're drink. talking music, right? This is good. I, I, I like the fact that everyone's getting drunk and they're, they're talking music and they're getting passionate. So this, this is—it's really weird because this is, this is kind of what happens in our shed, and it's really weird to try and make this happen in a room with other people because to you, you might just think there's three fucking geezers just getting pissed, talking shit, arguing amongst themselves about. Mm-hmm. Me which going, is what's happening, but which is how it is, and so mm. it's if if you guys if you guys want to chat amongst yourselves and go like no I don't fucking fucking crack on man, but like yeah we want you kind of getting involved and and, and and stuff like this, so let's let's keep this rolling because the drunk cast is not like any other podcast we do. It's the one where we we all just get trolled in my fucking shed and talk such shit. Sometimes and like, we will. Take our clothes off and um, play a little game, won't we? That game is a oh, strange we game because we, we, play, we, we played it in our room this morning, didn't we? And it's like, it's not sexy. Some people might perceive it as sexy, but so we, me and you took all our clothes, all our clothes off, didn't we? I think it was all of them. No, you, you said we had to take all of our clothes off. Yeah, because you left some of your socks I, on. I had my pants on because I thought, I'm, I'm a married man, I'm, I'm, I'm 44, mm. like, I, I should have some kind of level of standard. But you said, no, it's imperative that we take off all of our clothes. You have to get them all off, buddy. Yeah. What's amazing is, as Pip walked off stage, you went to me, just keep chatting about, like, um, front men. And you've just walked into... Stop uh, <laughs> putting all of our clothes off. Yeah, so yeah. You, you created this game, so... Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna walk away from the mic. So we're gonna demonstrate the game that we played in our room today. I so, would so very much. Are you, like are you to kind see of cool to narrate this to a I'll degree? I'll talk them through it. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, you devised this game yesterday. We, we, the three of us were together, and you you come up with this I'd game. Rather, I'd rather you guys do it and let me narrate it. It just depends how. Mate, I refused to do it with you two last night. I'm not going to do it on stage. <laughs> it only takes one to, to, to demonstrate, right? Stu, go up. I think oh, Chris, it's your I'm game. Not get, I'm not getting up on my own. I will, but get the two of you doing on then. stage for fuck's sake. The two of you, get up and demonstrate. I'll talk okay. through. Okay. So you take all your clothes off, just just with a mate. And then you just get what? How close? I have to turn all the lights off in the room. Yeah, yeah. So, to talk you through, they're about a, f- a foot away from each other. Maybe seven, eight inches. And they get, and, and you get close and you're naked, and then what happens? Yeah. Everything off. Take it all off. Oh, you, you, your pants are definitely off, aren't they? That's the essential thing. Pants are off. Lights are off. If you're, um, if you're a little body conscious, <laughs> leave yeah. your socks on. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> and then, and then what? You just, just shake your bodies. So to talk people through, they're they're kind of doing the twist slightly. Eyes. 
sometimes it, it will, won't it? Your dicks will collide. But that's not what we're trying to do. But it will happen. I Take care, the, guys. I left the stage for what three minutes. What bit don't you minutes. understand? <laughs> that's what happens. So, so at 3am when um, it's like... So which front man were you talking about when that, that, <laughs> that particular move came up? <laughs> Freddie Mac. <laughs> I think it was Blind Boy that we were fucking talking that shit with, Ooh. wasn't it? Blind Boy loved that dance move. All I'm saying is there was no complaining from him. Guys, we've got half an hour left. Really? What top fives are we going to get through? We've got three Have we finished left. on the top fives from the crowd? The, the, the front men from the crowd. I, I was out of the room. Have, have you had? So. Has anyone got my frontman? Frontman, out, frontman. Out. No. Axel Rose. No, Axel Rose is a great frontman. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. No, no I'm, I, not, I'm not saying you have to have him round for dinner. No. But amazing frontman. I agree. No. You hate that, though. You hate that shit, didn't you? I once said to you, one of my favourite songs was, Welcome to the jungle, we got fun and games. Man, they it's won't crazy. let me sing no, that man. either. It's, like, it's cock rock. It's like, it's cock rock. Kurt got rid of that shit. Don't bring it back. It was like, Kurt Cobain made proper music. It weren't fucking, let's he have did, a swig from a bottle of Jack and all, all that right. fucking nonsense. He's boring, isn't he? Any others? Josh Homme. Oh, my God. That's a weird one. Josh Homme. Mm. We, 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 we agree on this, don't we? Yeah, and that's the reason I've been trying to repeat what people shout out. I won't repeat that one because I think he's a fucking shit, just a massive, stupid ginger. It's really weird. Chris gets really excited. And, and me and Pip are in total agreement that massively overrated. I don't man. get them, they're boring. I don't even get why you're my friends sometimes. And this is, this is the biggest one because I talk to them and sometimes I think they've got sentient intelligence, like they're intelligent people. And I'm like, hey, have you heard the Queens of Stone Age? And you're like, oh, you're fucking hope that. Don't Queens like of Stone that. Age are in my top five bands ever. And Josh Holm, I would f- let him fuck the shit out of how me many bands, he's never going the other way. How many way. bands does he listen to? Five. <laughs> down, down. Who said five? Sorry, no, I'm getting confused. Josh and, Holm, right? He's the and, best front man. He's, he's, um, not. he's talented. Not. There's someone with hands up he's over there. He's talented. He's poetic. He writes amazing songs. And I would suck right. the shit out of his What's dick. What's your favourite album? Uh, good what? Uh, Quartz album. Um, <laughs> now 37. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Drive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Um, it would be... Um, Don't call them Quartz, sir. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, what? My favourite Quartz record? Let me think. Um... What's your favourite album? The one it? that had a load of driving guitars and didn't really go anywhere. You're very, you're very, you're very critical and evil human being. What's your favourite <laughs> album, you knob? What's I, your favourite Quatzer album? This is a little bit like Twenty Questions, and I may drag this out for three hours. I can see so myself leaving early again tonight. It is. Um, <laughs> I kind of like songs for the deaf. And I know that. No, in general, one. you meant in general, not their album. No, you're you're not not their album. No, their album. Just let's move on. Any other frontmen? Oh, Rated is pretty good as well. Rated R. Matt Bernard from the National. Fucking love the National. I <laughs> <laughs> love the National. That is the so racist. That was lovely. That was lovely. You're the exact racist, replication. most racist person I know. You've got your foot on the What's table. What's going on there? Why are you all fucking sports that's, casual? <laughs> that's not racist. Any other? Any others? Go on. Is that racist? James Murphy. James Murphy, LCD Sound System. That's a great shout. Like, James Murphy's a fucking cool motherfucker. I'm not big on the new album. I think it's cool. And like, but I think you no should have left it where you left it because he's a fucking cool motherfucker, man. Mm, good shout. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Any more? Trent, Trent Reznor. Reznor. That's a good shout. shout. Yeah. We said Zach De La Rocca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said that when you were out of the room. <laughs> Who? I thought you said Marty Pello. Bonnie Tyler. I genuinely thought you said Marty Pello. <laughs> where, where, where? Classic. Best front man ever. But that's, that's a fucked up story, man. Yeah, Marty Pello was the absolute time. golden boy of pop, wasn't he? He was. And then, like, got exposed as being fucking 
full on skaggy. That was yeah. dark as Marty fuck. Pello, when my uncle moved into his house the last person who lived there was Marty Pello and I had a swimming pool and we went over and my brother hadn't bought trunks and they said have you got any they said oh there's there's, there's some in the pool house and Marty Pello had left his trunks so my brother had a little swim in Marty Pello's <laughs> trunks <laughs> oh. 100% true story about Marty Pello were they wet 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 they were wet 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 <laughs> go on Mr. hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, what are we doing next? Um, Let's get off the front man thing because we can't beat Marty Pello. No. <laughs> Did you actually say Bonnie Tyler? Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor, he's saying. Uh, is that Slipknot? Yeah, Slipknot. Uh, no, it don't work. Let's stick with Marty uh, Pello. No, I think he's a pretty good front man. Actually. Oh, great. <laughs> Course you do, Chris. With your foot on the table fingers. like a proper fucking jock. I feel it in my toes. Fingers. We're, we're wet, mate. I feel it in my toes. Songs that make you. Oh, yeah. Songs that make you dance regardless. Mm-hmm. So that moment when Gloria Estefan says the rhythm's going to get you and you, you, you kind of. You can't do fuck. You've just got to shake Tell your shit. us more. Mm. When has that happened to you, Stu? Um, because your, your body's is, is troubled by inertia because you've really got to try and get it going, haven't you? You are a heavy guy. I will fucking dance like Michael Flatley on your fucking grave. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> my legs don't move independently from my body right no, now, man. I can't do a river dance. Um... Okay, so um, songs like, and we're talking fucking tunes that you just hear wherever you are and you just think, man, I've got to fucking dance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. What have you got? Um, I will start with um, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson. I think the minute yeah. you hear that, woo, and it just drops. You've got to fucking move, man. That's, that's, that is, that's pure disco at its best. I think that is absolute fucking... As, 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 as Tony Hinchcliffe says in his, sta- in his stand-up, as soon as that bass line starts, you've got your windows up in your car, you don't care about those kids. Exactly. <laughs> that, when you fucking first told me that, that fucking blew me away. It's fucking horrible, okay, but it's guys, a tune. Was, it's a was, fucking tune. I, I was at Five Bells Roundabout, which doesn't mean anything to you guys, or maybe you guys. It means something to me, my friend. I, I was coming round the roundabout when she comes the other day, and a girl <laughs> was rocking out. I don't know what she was listening to, but she was at the front of the queue losing her shit Brilliant. driving she was properly going like this it's that and I started doing it and I was coming round the roundabout and I, I wanted to catch her attention we, we I'm not <laughs> creepy <just> gonna... <laughs> no, I'm into it too you, you've not no. got any music on I know but <laughs> she, she, you look dirty um, <laughs> I, uh, I it was that, it was that exact roundabout that, that it must be the musical roundabout because it's, it's, it's kind of <laughs> Top five bells roundabout stories. No, it's kind of <laughs> fucking weird, right? Because I had that thing when 
this is, I'm going to sound really fucking old. When Red Bull first came out, <laughs> I was like 30, and like, mm, what's this new drink the kids are having? <laughs> this should be banned. <laughs> but everyone was drinking fucking, like, the, the, my, my mate went skiing, and he came back, and went, they're drinking this shit called Red Bull, it's going to be the fucking future. And I was like, really? And he went, he bought a load. And so you couldn't get it over here, really. And you're like, no, I'm sticking with tab clear. <laughs> and so like, I was like, <laughs> pass me the quattro. Yeah, but I was, I was fucking, so we went crazy and this fucking afternoon in the boozer and was just necking fucking Red Bull, not knowing Mad. that it was going to have the effect M-O-D. it had. And so the following morning, I was riddled with fucking anxiety. I hadn't slept all fucking night because I'd had about fucking 15 cans of Red Bull. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I remember driving like my car home and shaking like a shitting dog and like <laughs> oh, wow. and like literally pulled up to that roundabout and was really trying to hold my shit together I'd like <laughs> come up a couple of my pals in the car and can you remember I don't know if any of you remember but um, it was kind of some charity record they'd done a version of Perfect Day by Lou Reed with all the celebrities it's a fucking yeah? BBC advert wasn't it basically that was it yeah that's it yeah and Huey Morgan, who's DJing for us tomorrow night, isn't it? Huey was Something on it. Something cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shane McGowan was on it. Yeah. And, um, but I remember... Um, M-, M People Less was on it. Well, let's not list them. She kind of could have been swapped with Tom Jones. Same voice, yep. same thing. However, the one voice that was on that was the one that fucking cuts me to the core. And I'm not a fan of particularly of her work... But Gabrielle's got quite a definitive voice. Dreams can come true. But it's got a sincerity, her voice. I'm not a fan of it. But there's something about her voice that's very human and very, like, honest. She's a human. So I'm driving up the slip road to join this roundabout. And I'm on edge. I'm hungover to fuck. And And you're thinking, I don't need to... Just please, not Gabrielle right now. And I've got that anxiety where... You know kind of when you're a bit delicate the next day and you can watch an episode of um, EastEnders and some poignant storyline will come on and you're crying like a fucking baby? Mm-hmm. No. I was teetering on that. I was teetering. They're literally going to make love soon. They're literally just kissing and they're going to make fucking love soon. Seriously. Sweet. Fuck. 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 Sorry. I've approached this rant... <laughs> Go on. I've approached this roundabout and just as I've joined the junction, Gabrielle has gone, I'm glad I spent it with you. <sighs> and I've kind of gone, I've got... <laughs> I just fucking lost my shit trying to pull out on this roundabout. Just fucking bawling my eyes out to fucking Gabrielle singing Lou Reed. Oh, wow. And literally, there was some fucking beautiful girl in the car next oh, to me and no. she literally mouthed at me. You all right? <laughs> and I was just like, no! I just drove off and I thought, fuck my life. I've just cried in front of a beautiful woman to Gabrielle. I don't even driving, really give a fuck about you. Yeah. Driving. It's yeah. one of the most horrific stories been, I've ever heard. Have you ever caught anyone picking their nose? <laughs> just in case anyone wondered what my cry face was like, you, you've, you've just had it. There you go. You ever caught anyone picking their nose? I remember huge excitement on a road trip once with... with Tom Coles, who came on your on your road trip for your hardcore mm-hmm. listing. I mean, and he came several times. The huge... I don't want to interrupt this, but just another a forethought. The story of the policeman that pulled you over, you should mention as well, when you was leaning, he was in your car and he leant in your window. What was it? What story was that? <laughs> I've been pulled over a few times, legit. All right, tough guy. It's a fucking great story, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I know the one, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway, yeah, yeah. no, on this one, I literally, the excitement when I thought I saw a woman picking her nose and we caught up, <laughs> but she'd pulled ahead and then we caught up again and I saw her hand on the steering wheel with one finger just raised and I was like, <laughs> she's got a pokey on her finger! <laughs> oh, we caught her picking and she just stopped to hide it but she's had that finger raised when you've got a bit of snot on there. I was so excited. Am I fucked up, but surely you just wipe it under the seat, yeah? Not her. There's many ways to dispose of bogey, Stu, and we haven't got all night to talk about it. The, the policeman story, I believe the one you're thinking of, is I was in traffic, and I was looking at my phone a little bit, 
and you shouldn't look at your phone, but I was. I was looking at my phone, and on the other side... You are a dangerous driver. I'm a rebel. Um, on the other side, a policeman came slowly past, and he just he, he wound his window down. I had my window down, it was hot, and he went, off your phone, and I just went, keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> <laughs> it was just instinctual and I should have got in trouble but he was going that way I was going that way we never met again so good man <laughs> how can a copper not find that fucking hysterical and bang you up the last time I got points for speeding um, the guy pulled me over and said do you know what speed you were doing and I said depends when you were, were watching me because <laughs> I've been doing there's been how a lot of variations you got at the moment they go off after a few years, but I thought I was—I genuinely thought I was going to uh, lose my license, kind of in protest. And this is a weird rant, but I don't believe our speed limits are correct. Um, and I think they've been the same for like however many years. And cars have developed, things have changed. I think we need to recalibrate the lot of them. Some places it should be be lower near schools. We don't need to go at thirty. We can go lower than that, but. I genuinely think it's shit. No, but unless you want to kill someone. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining all this in the back of a police car, just saying, look, I was speeding, and he's like, is there a valid reason? I was like, well, I don't believe in the current speed limits, and <laughs> I feel that I was on a four-hour drive at night on empty I'll have roads. You know, I'm Scrooby as Pip. I was in Taboo with Tom no. Hardy. I should be a mother-in-law. <laughs> it was actually you're before you're Taboo, Nicky's, Nicky's and I was, I was genuinely... Driving to film the bastard executioner on FX. Um, Don't point at me. But, um, and yeah, I was, I was saying to him, look, the fact is, on empty roads at night, I think it's safer to drive fast and get home quicker than drive home and get sleepy on empty roads again. But anyway, I'm explaining all this in the back of a police car as he's going, look, just, I'm going to have to give you points. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yes, I know that. But let me finish. <laughs> as I gave I him a get, I can get home quicker. Or, or, or. Oh, man. <laughs> how many points have you got at the moment? I don't know. I, might, I think I've only got three at the moment. Mm. I don't know. I might have how, six. How many have you got, Stuart? None. I drive like a pensioner. You we've, um, we, we've, we've really digressed. We were talking about tunes that make us want to dance, right? Yes. So the ones I had on my list, it was when we used to go to metal clubs. And me and our friends, Stutel, would have certain songs that were our guarantees to get us on the dance floor. And one of mine was Time Bomb by Rancid. As soon as that dropped, I'll be on the dance floor. That was, that was their breakthrough tune, wasn't it? That yeah, was big tune it was their big hit, and it was just always got me on it because that album was my favourite album. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of my favourite albums of all time. Another one that y y you and I have never been in the same room, and it's come on, and we've not gone mental is break stuff. A Berlin biscuit. I think that will be the end of the world, I think, if that ever happens. Yeah. Because we... Um, when that comes on at the end of Progress, and we always get a little bit excited. Yeah, yeah. When, we progress when, um, wrestling. Back when new metal was a thing, and we were young and um, idiots... Reckless. Um, we used to go into, um, like, mosh pits, and we'd find the person who was being the biggest arsehole... We'd take him and, out. And we'd plan how we were going to cause him injury. We were effectively superheroes... But we'd watch we'd over the that. club we and would. find because there would that. always be in the alternative clubs those 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 one or two big blokes who were just smashing the smaller kids aside and being a dick. Yeah, and not and in, we a, would not pick in like a, a fun way, like yeah. in a, well, I'm getting out energy in a I'm being a bully way. And we would watch, discuss our target and agree upon it, and then go on this song we're taking that prick out, and then when it kicked in we'd plough the fucker over and yeah they, they'd be carted out. Dance floor justice, ladies and gentlemen, mosh pit mm -hmm. justice. Um, and another one on my list was Anti Up by MOP because that's I play it in every set I've ever done at, the, no, at our club night and it's I, embarrassing, I fucking love really. it yeah. I, it's a fucking rebel rouser that tune isn't it you can't not fucking react the Buster to that. Rhymes obviously remix yeah. version yeah. yeah attention please attention please and so on and so forth anyone else got what, what, what songs will you hear that you just think I've got to fucking shake my oh, fucking shit I also had one arm scissor by the driving because again yeah, that was yeah. one uh, your night was more of an indie night and that was w w one of the songs that was I was into a lot of heavier stuff as well that was one that you'd still play at the indie night uh, that I'd lose my shit at uh, the driving man a yeah. fucking amazing band any others what songs make you move go on sir what a metal man and red man yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely any others that's a fucking great chat man Anyone? Anyone? 
Do you motherfuckers not dance? Go on, sir. A Mr. Brightside by the Killers. How many really times have you played that, Stu? Approximately. Played Mr. Brightside a hell of a lot over the years. The thing is, right, do you know what? It was really weird. I was talking about this last week. And Mr. Brightside is, is a fucking great pop record. And it's a great indie pop record. And it got played to death, and it was the kind of go to tune for everybody that didn't really give a fuck about guitar music, but. They'd heard Mr. Brightside, and so if they're in your club, they were like, can you play that, and, it, and can you play Sex on Fire, blah, blah, blah. And you'd play it, and you got bored to fucking shit of it. I asked, did anyone else see The Killers at Glastonbury this year on TV? But they fucking come on, and they fucking dropped Mr. Brightside, and they played it with such fucking venom, like their fucking lives depended on it. And it just absolutely fucking re-injected that song for me, and I was like... There's a really good cover of it. I, I play it at Lizards every you now and then by yeah, a band yeah. called Animal. Mm. And it's just, again, that's what made me go, oh, this is actually a really good song. I'm yeah. just sick of hearing it constantly, yeah. but it's actually... It's, it's a bollocks. fucking pop gem. You, yeah. As a songwriter, you write songs like that, it's infectious and it captures yes, people's fucking... Yes, but it's fucking also a curse, isn't it? Because it is that infectious. Brightside was such a banger. Yeah, but that, that, you know the, the, that people couldn't stop playing it all the time. However, and then they got bored of it. However, their first album, things I should have done, and somebody told me, and Jenny was a friend of mine, and Midnight was Show. She? They're fucking all fucking killer tracks, man. No pun intended there. They're all fucking great, fucking they indie are pop literally tunes, all killer you know? tracks. I love I, it. I, I ain't been big on what they've done since, but like that album. You know, that's, for indie pop, they're fucking, they nail it, it was, man. It was pretty smashing. Guys, yeah. guys, else? guys, we've got 10 minutes. Yep. Do you want to continue getting more crowd ones of this or do you want to do try and smash through another top five in that? Yeah, I yeah, don't no, care. Let's do I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed out of my fucking mind. I <laughs> <laughs> would reckon, another top uh, five? Wait, wait, who's picking the top five now? Because I'm fresh out. I think the only good one I've got left on my list is top five reasons to get up in the morning was one that you guys liked. Or top five music t-shirts, band t-shirts. Top five reasons to get up in the morning. Cereal. Cereal. Oh, my God. Does does anybody... If I know I've got Cinnamon Grahams, I'll get up up for anything. My own execution. What? what, You guys... I'm I'm, going to smash through my top five reasons to get up in the morning quickly. Fire, a flood, yeah. okay. hurricane, yeah. snowball fight, and needing a piss. That's you, my five. You're, you're only missing one. That's a great choice. Alton Towers. Alton Towers is a good one. What have you got, You've got to get, you get up. Christmas as well. Imagine that's it. Top five reasons to go up Christmas. It's once a year, but we'll wait for that. What what a day though. <laughs> um, uh, Gruel, coal, uh, the war, the war effort. <laughs> um, What's fucking genius is right when he starts talking this fucking shit. Normally it's just us two going. Let's get a call, let's call him a cab. He's fucked. Yep. You just can all fucking see this shit. I've you's, got a microphone. You, I've got a microphone. You just can all fucking deal with him tonight because we're going to just fucking leave him here. Um, why do I get up in the morning? Um, generally, that kind of awkward erection um, yeah. where, where you don't want to nudge it in your wife because she's going to go, I've got to get the kids up and fucking deal with the lunch <laughs> I, and school lunches that. and stuff like that. Because you're lying next to me. Carol's there. And, and I know like, I'm going to get told off. So yeah, I'll, just, think, I'll just, just get up and do my jobs and not get told off. So there's that. Um, get told off. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Naughty How? erection. Naughty. <laughs> Stop it. Um, How do you deal with that? Oh, do you know what, right? Um, it's fucking boring as fuck, but I like to walk my dog in the mornings. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get up and fucking have a straw on my dog. That's kind of good. Clears my head. Do you, do you have sex in the mornings? With my dog. <laughs> do you, do know you know what, Zabby have sex it, in the mornings? Look, Mm. Is it, like, right, I'll tell you what, right, let's fucking, let, let's throw it out there, right? So, women. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, strap in. Is it? <laughs> Two and a half hours into drinking. Let's deal with women. 
Ladies. I like this. <laughs> is it better in the morning? Yeah. Yes. CO2 levels are high. Uh, skin sensitivity is higher. Good reason to fuck the shit out of when each other. When did he turn into Dr. Christian Jensen over fucking five minutes? What the fuck? I love his m- m- medical romancing of people. <laughs> Hey, baby, CO2 levels are high. <laughs> Skin sensitivity is increased by 27%. Will you yeah, touch so it? Touch it. Touch it, touch it. Because you're... you're gem- was laughing then. You're generally just a fucking deviant, yeah? No, he's no, not. He I'm gets not, a bad I'm press not, there. All we talk way. about is his deviancy. He's actually a, a, a good boy. 95% of the time, I'm not right. Sorry, am I the only one that watched him urinate under a table about fucking an hour ago? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you are for, not. Thanks for wolf whistling to that. Um, yeah. That's, that's my, my day. Mm. You got any more of a reason no, to no. get up in the morning? I mean, one for us is to get our flight home in... in <laughs> In five hours. <laughs> That's dark as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> Is anyone going anywhere good now? Is there anything going on? Is, can we, is there like somewhere to go now where we just think let's just go and get fucked up and then just get on the plane? Our hotel room. Here? Yeah, fuck it. Because flights are bad anyway. There's no point in sleeping. How are we ending the podcast? Do you know what? I'll tell you how I'm going to end it, right? I'm going to end it by saying... Um, Are you going to say thank you and you're really grateful for everyone coming? Lovely as you stepped up I and started singing my way. <laughs> <laughs> Please do that, mate. Please do that. I don't know the words. Please, the words. mate. I'll do anything. Anything after that. After that. After that, I'll do anything. If I knew the words, I'd do it. I'm a, I'm a show-off. I'd do it. Sing a Morrissey song. But what I will say is... Oh, you <laughs> massive cunt. Oh, don't fucking... No, no, no. Oh, no, come no, on. No, no. Stu, Stu, no, Stu, no. Stu, 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 Stu. Off, 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 off. Hound, hound, hound. No, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to Danny, do, what, Danny, what? Danny, Droopy. I am going to be... Robbie. I'm going to... I'm going to end it on a, a bit of sincerity and just say, we're fucking off, 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 off. And I was going to say, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Chris, it's yours. Because I can't wait for about three hours' time when we're at, at departures. You're going to go, mate, my voice was doing that thing where like, I was like slurring and shit. Oh, man, I'm fucking... Did I, did I make a cunt of myself? Yes, you did. You urinated on stage. And I am going to fucking sit back, eat a baguette, and just go, my life's better than yours. You will not do that. You are going to have to put up with me talking about that for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and then keep on turning on and off your aircon and buzzing the, <laughs> buzzing the alarm. And, should, we, uh, should we finish it, yeah? Yeah. We've got to finish it. We have to finish at 2.30. That's the, that's the rules. We've got, we've got three minutes. Right. Um, what should we do in three minutes? But before we finish, but before we finish. Sexual contact. I'm going to say, because I'm pissed out my fucking head, so I'm going to get all sincere and fucking stupid. I fucking love you guys. I fucking love you guys. Like, we're, we're, just, we're just fucking Pip's mates that he was like, Sapper podcast, and we sit in my fucking shed and talk rubbish, and people would listen to it. And we couldn't believe that people in London come to fucking watch our little thing. And we're in fucking Ireland. We're in another country. And you guys are sitting there and, and engaging with us and chatting with us. And it's fucking amazing. And thank you so much for fucking being bothered to sit here and listen to that. And there, there's, there's a shitload of CDs there. And, and yeah, I'm going to come and give them out to everyone and, and, and take them home and give them to your friends. And... But, but thank you, but, but honestly, like, I'm going to be fucking super sincere and thank you very, very much. It's really, really kind of you. I'm fucking pissed and I'm going to listen back to this and go, oh, you fucking knob. But thank you very, very much. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the first ever live hardcore listing drunk cast. <laughs> Woo! But seriously, fuck you guys. So there we have it, folks. Um, You have completed life. 
officially. Thank you for listening right the way through to the end of that. What happened? Did you just forget to switch it off? Are you in the bath or something? Um, big thanks to Scroobius Pip um, for arranging that uh, little shindig to Ireland. It was bloody awesome. And this is something that me and Stu want to do more of. Arguably, we should become more professional. What do you think? Or should you should we keep this sort of like unprepared, amateurish vibe? Whatever it is we're doing, we're enjoying it. We hope you're enjoying it too. We will catch you next week where we will have... Oh, who are we going to have on next week? We've recorded so many. I, I haven't even decided yet. Are you going to have all Mike Joyce from the Smiths? Are you going to have Andy Ellis, who is in This Is England? Are you going to have Dr. Susie Gage doing a top five BBC comedies? That the, the possibilities are endless um, or it might be a little top five with me and uh, my partner in crime Stuart Whiffin so until then have a wonderful rest of the week um, and may all your dreams come crashing down around you it's a drunken soiree in the Whiffin Chris and Stu present our core listing the podcast ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.